Welcome, friends, to Game Master's Studio, where we talk shop about running tabletop role-playing games. With us today is Jared and Ed, with your host, Jerry. Hello, and welcome to Game Master's Studio, where we'll be talking about tabletop role-playing games tips and tricks that you can do to help bring your game at home up to the next level. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about playing by the ratings and how you can choose different levels to suit your audience and your group and help enhance your game maybe a little bit. In the studio today, my name is Jerry, aka Frieden, host and moderator for the show. With me is Jared, aka DMF, proprietor of Mad Doc Designs, creator of the World of Wrath, and semi-professional DM, and Ed. Rules? Screw the rules. I live by guidelines. So today we are talking about gaming by the guidelines, <laughs> gaming by the ratings. Um, we are actually, after some discussion, we decided to use the video, the American video game rating system. Uh, even though the MPAA, Motion Picture Association of America, has a ratings guidelines, GPG, PG-13, R, and C-17 that are very well known, they also have very gray areas where you can blend from one rating to another or argue it down where we felt right. that we were breaking it into more distinct categories. Yeah. So we're using the four uh, American video game rating systems. I don't know if they're used internationally or not, but um, the four ratings that we have are E for everyone, T for teen, M for mature, and AO for adults only. Um, if we had to kind of correlate them to the MPAA ratings, I think E would be like a G T would be like a PG-13, M would be an R, and AO would be a NC-17. Or higher, yeah. Or higher. Yeah, and a lot of those do blur, because you'll have movies that seem like they could be PG or PG-13. You'll have some that'll seem like they could be PG-13 or R, you know. And you have the fact that it was modified as films were made, so right. the PG-13 rating got added in the 80s, and you'll have stuff before that that never yeah. would have flown. And Back in the day, Willow, if, for anyone out there who's watched it, was rated PG. That would not be a PG movie these days. That would be a PG-13 movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why we changed it. Yeah, so now that you kind of understand where we're coming from, let's talk a little bit about the ratings, and we're just we're going to go up the scale. Let's start with gaming at an E rating. This is E for everyone. Right. Um, probably as condescending as it may sound, most appropriate for when you have children in the group at right. the table. You don't want to get too detailed into violence, into mature topics, or too much in there that might be a little too gray for the kids to be worried about. Yeah, and it's it's not just for kids. Uh, you know, there's going to be plenty of adults who don't really want to have to deal with uh, some of the more mature content, and that's fine, you know. Um, in a, a game for everyone, basically anything that you could think of as inappropriate is probably not going to be there. Um, fights are going to last. If fights happen, they're going to be primarily fist fights, not yeah. much for weapons, and they're going to last until one side gets knocked out. They'll be relatively cartoonish. Think of uh, think of like He-Man. So He-Man would sword fight with everybody because he has a sword, but at the end of the fight, he no he punches them out. The Fox X-Men cartoon in the 90s, I love the description of Wolverine with his Claws that can cut through anything inorganic and against living enemies, he has a devastating array of checks and body blows. Right. That way he's uh, not actually hurting anybody. Right. That way he's not actually hurting anybody. Yeah. 
Um, so you're also going to be looking at the fact that a lot of your action sequences, I think, are going to be less violence-oriented, and it's going to be more of those non-combat encounters, which we did talk about in an earlier podcast. Yeah, yeah plenty of chase scenes, uh, people, uh, say, running uh, through uh, crumbling buildings or falling off ledges or cliffs, you know, and their group has to save them. Yep. You're going to have, you know, jumping from rooftop to rooftop or across chasms or yeah. as the, sh- the rocks sink into the lava. Yeah. Sneaking into a keep behind the guards and freeing the kidnapped prisoners, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. You know, again, don't have to have physical confrontations, just overcoming obstacles. And in, in, in doing, uh, doing kind of... Uh... Again, not to sound condescending, but almost almost childish things to, you know, beat the guards. So, like, you want to get past the guards, you do the thing where you distract them by throwing a rock, or you 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 hit you hit one of them in the head with a rock, and he hits the other his buddy or something like that, and you've made it past the guards now. You know, uh, and the throwing a rock thing also works against beholders, apparently, yes. according to the D and D movie. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, you don't have to be childish, but yeah, I mean, especially if you are playing with kids and, you know, accept that, you know, childish things, childish ideas will come across and by all means, like play them up, let them go through. But I mean, just because you're playing it like, you know, an E-rating doesn't mean it has to be, you know, campy. Traps are almost always nets or pits or something, you know, non-lethal, you know, basically non-lethal. Maybe maybe an alarm, you know. Enemies are trying to capture them. Not right. Enemies, they fight you, and if they beat you, they just capture you. You know, they just capture mm-hmm. your, your players. Yeah, they might knock you out, but then you wake up in a cell. Exactly. I think the only game system that I know of that seems very intentionally designed along that rating would be Tune. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a system, I believe, from the early to mid-90s. That simulates Looney Tunes and that type of adventure. Oh, where, interesting. Where I've even never if, heard of that. if somebody gets knocked out, so to say, the character, uh, I believe in game, is termed as being as falling down, and the player takes a break and comes back five to ten minutes later and picks up playing with the same character who just joins the scene in progress. Much like in Looney Tunes, you know, the character gets blasted to the far side of the earth, and the next scene, they're back whole and fine. Right. You can't um, kill a tune, even in Roger Rabbit, unless you got the dip. Right. <laughs> um, but I think that the the E rating is actually going to be, I think, difficult to pull off because you have a lot of restrictions. But I think it's also going to make for a lot of just the fun, the lighthearted, like, we don't care, let's just have That's some fun. Sure. Yeah, it's going to be more of a lighthearted game. You know, if you're sitting around a table of, you know, more experienced players, you know, who are all, you know, adults, you know, and maybe want a grittier game, then that's not the way you want to go. Yeah, as, as always, talk to your group. Yeah. Find out what they want to do. Your, do play, your, your players are going to give you a lot of hints as to what kind of rating they want, but... Yeah, well, like we said, you know, like way back in the beginning, like you, you want to know your players. But exactly. I also actually think it would be a good exercise, you know, even if you were playing with an all adult group that normally wouldn't do this, sure. but just even if it was just a one time deal, like it, I think from a DM or a GM perspective, it's it'd be a good exercise, of just something to try. Like, hey, maybe I can get through a session without being over the top violent and profane, and you know, dealing with the, a lot of these topics. Like, let me see if I can, let me see if I can think through the situation. And different way right. i think 
actually something you said there that made me realize something else that we've brought up is profanity in language. Yeah, language is a big part of it. Language is going to be a big part of it. Yeah, um, absolutely no cursing. Yeah, and also, you know, the intent. The Rather than trying to destroy the world, maybe the big bad wants to, you know, corner the market on gold. Yeah, or take cool. over the city or take over the world. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, that be, that's a very simple, he just wants to be in charge. Yeah. He doesn't want to take over the world so that he can enslave the masses. You know, that's a higher rating. He wants to be the duly elected official so that he can get photo ops and kiss babies. No, I mean, he wants to take over the world so he's the guy in charge. So sure, you know, he's a mean guy. He's the bad guy. You don't want him to be the king because he'd be a bad king, you know, is what you bring across. You know, he's clearly a bad guy. He's, you know, stealing or whatever to get to his position. But at, in the end, you don't, there's, even if he does have ulterior motives like enslaving the world, you just don't bring that up. Yeah. Yes, this is, yes, Skeletor wants to rule... Um, Eternia. Eternia. They don't really get into a lot of what he's trying to do. He just wants to rule Eternia, and he's a bad guy, so clearly we shouldn't let him do that. Yeah, I mean, again, like, obviously profanity, but yeah, I was going to say the, the big thing, in my opinion, for, like, the, you know, the, the challenge on the, the GM side is, you know, just dialogue. No, not dialogue, but, like, you know, you like your verbalization of everything you know what i mean like how you're describing everything how you're setting the mood you know you're probably used to using a slightly higher form of um of language where you're like okay well you know it stinks in here it smells like rotten pus and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. you know and you're kind of using like you know the terminology that you might not necessarily use if there was a five-year-old in the room you know what i mean but now you're trying to describe a, a you know set a similar scene and all of a sudden it's like okay um it smells like dirty socks yeah, uh, I would definitely. Yeah, if you're playing with kids, you'd want to simplify yeah. that. I don't know. I, I think if you're if you're in at any level, if you're working with talking about evoking emotion through scent, and you mention locker room, I think that brings up a very specific and not necessarily pleasant for a lot of people. Right. You're gonna want to mix up your vocabulary or change your vocabulary a little bit, you know, for you know an E rating, or especially if you're doing an E rating specifically for a group of children or right. because there's a child present. You know, again, you're not gonna want to say blood spraying from the jugular and you know like your intestines are showing and i'm vomiting everywhere you know what i mean you like i mean obviously that's all very violent sounding anyways but you're just you're gonna want to mix up your vocabulary and dumb things down and like okay well you punched him you know real hard across the jaw and you know he's got a, you know, a tooth comes flying out of his mouth you know silly things like that you know you can have a tooth coming out of someone's mouth to really convey like a really hard hit <laughs> Um, another thing that you try not to get to that came up while you were talking about that is you know vocabulary. If there's a child at the table, also maybe just be a child in the room. Let's say you have somebody. I can't get childcare today. Oh well, you can have the kid over. You know we can they can yeah. hang out here. Yeah, a child present. Yeah, certainly. You know, talk how you would around a kid. I know we've we've had to do a session or two with a child in the room because mm -hmm. we had one of the players had to bring the child along. As adults, you have to deal with that. Speaking of things adults do, uh, you with your players, you may have to tackle the idea of sex uh, in an e game. You know, you're really not going to get into that a whole lot. You know, yeah, okay, the king and the queen, or the mother and the father, they sleep in the same bed. But what do they do in the bed? They well, they read books or they're asleep. I mean, they all sleep in pajamas. 
you know yeah um, i mean that's pretty much all off camera it's never yeah. really addressed to begin with and if it is addressed it, it's like oh well they read a book and they go to bed like and, you said and you're almost you're almost guaranteed to have your player who wants to go to the you know to the brothel or the whorehouse or whatever like that in a pg game you can just say hey you know uh i it, it's not there you know, it doesn't, it doesn't exist in this thing, yeah. you know, and then just talk to him and be like, hey, yeah, this is going to be a, this is an e-game. That's not going to that's not going to come up. So don't ask for it again. I want to go to the brothel. You mean the local diners to get a milkshake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and again, you, you trust your players. If they're if you're doing an e-game because there are kids, they should know not to ask for those sorts of things. But it might not hurt to talk to the adults and make sure that they get that as well. So let's step up to the next level, which sure. is going to be T for teen. T14. Which is inter actually kind of interesting for me because the main game that I'm running now has a pair of cousins in it that are, sure. uh, I believe, 12 and 13 years old right now. Right. So I am very much running that, that teen level game, yeah. which isn't as bad. Well, I can't even say as bad, which isn't as restrictive as the E. You can have violence come into play. Right. Um, it's not going to be overwhelming, but it's definitely there. There's right. there's a lot of the sword and sorcery, swashbuckling, heroic violence. It's not a nitty gritty style. It's a we're the heroes, they're the bad guys. Um, you can have a little more of the dramatic style that may be yeah. missed by the younger shot. audience. People might get stabbed, but you don't see a lot of gore and blood. Right. One of the things I like to point out for the... Uh, for this rating uh, is Lord of the Rings. Um, there's very much a lot of action and a lot of combat and a lot of fighting, but they don't focus on the gore. I think the goriest part is in the first movie when Aragorn chops one of the orcs heads off. Uh, yeah, probably the goriest. Like yeah, I don't think there's a drop of blood either. <laughs> no, a little bit of blood splurts oh, yeah, out, but it's, it's just like black blood and whatnot. <laughs> but you know, they get into a fight. They do now. You do see some death. So Lurch dies. You see Boromir's death, of course, which is a big sad moment. You know, and and other characters. You know, their death and whatnot. But they Spoilers. don't. Yeah. yeah, spoilers. Yeah, but they don't, and they don't focus on the death. I mean, other than that, okay, you'll see someone get shot in the chest or stabbed with a sword, and then they fall down, and then you just don't focus on them again. Actually, I'd like to take a moment to say, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy, stop, go and watch them. <laughs> um, Extended can, versions. Don't worry about The Hobbit. It's okay if you miss The Hobbit, yeah, but watch the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Um, but I mean, that's, that's, that's my reference. If you want to, if, if you want to run a game, that's basically teen rated, just keep the Lord of the Rings in the back of your head for sort of content for violence, even for language. They don't use really a lot of language there. Yeah. I think it's, it's still okay for the, the teen rated games to have, um, bars, alcohol. Sure. Um, I actually had an interesting, uh, interaction in my game where the younger players decided because their characters were allowed to go to the bar that they were going to go drinking all night and all that. Right. And the next day, okay, now you need to make constitution saves. Why? Yeah. Because it's the morning after drinking. Right. You didn't hear so much about that, did you? No. <laughs> um, and after that, they're like, oh, no, we can't go drinking anymore. We don't want to have exhaustion levels the next day. Right, right. Um, so, <laughs> so you can have the alcohol come in right. to play as long as it's, I think, a more reasonable. Some of the more hardcore 
mature topics. You know, sex still probably isn't. Yeah. If it comes into play, it'd be along the lines of like, if somebody knows, like, okay, and you pay and go upstairs. Well, sure. So, like, if, if if the character still wants to get, you know, so so you first you went to the E town and there's no brothel. Now you're going to the teen town. Okay, so there's a brothel now. Okay, in your character, exactly. You pay, you go upstairs, you're doing your thing. Okay. We don't see any of it. If I mean, if you want to get things a little more steamy, depending on your group, I guess you can in teen. I mean. It'll allow for some skin, you know, maybe, uh, I, I know like, like PG 13 and TV 14, I, I think they allow for like a boob shot, you know, again, and that's, I, I wouldn't suggest going with that, but my, my point of reference here for that is kind of like, I'm thinking the, like the old West, yeah. the old West movies, they go into, into town and they go into the brothel and you may have ladies running around in some level of lingerie. Sure. You yeah. never really see anything and they pay they go upstairs behind closed doors. You don't see anything that goes on, sure. you know, even when, oh no, there's a big ruckus and everybody runs out, then they're all in their underwear at best. Right. Or, or if at you, worst. Or rather. if you do see anything, it's fully clothed, yeah. you know. Or under the covers. So it exists, yeah. but we're not getting into the details of it. Exactly. It's just kind of there in the background. And we don't make a big deal out of it either. Yeah. Also, sitting around a table with a bunch of your friends going over that sort of thing usually isn't the funnest part of gaming. So. It yeah, depends I on think, what type of game you play. I think there's a big discrepancy on that one between like movies and gaming. Because like in a yeah, movie, like yes, it might allow for like the quick boob shot, but that's just a quick glance of like, you know a three frame shot of like a boob, and then we move on. Yeah, even though you can't the, really glance that kind of thing in a game because you have to talk about it, you have to describe it. Yeah, even a lot of even, <laughs> that's actually a really. I'm going to limit my descriptions on that. That's even a, that's actually a really good point because even a lot of mature games don't show that stuff. Yeah. Um, I think you can get into more violent situations, yeah. and I think your villains can be more sinister. You know, more sinister, more threatening. You know, they may actually kill off an NPC. Mm -hmm. um, T, I think, is definitely the first level where like permadeath really comes into play. Right. You know, I don't think at the E level you're going to want to have people dying left and right. And the T T game then. Yes, you can have death come into play. I would have death come into play. I would really try to avoid having it happening in the party, though, depending on... Because, I mean, again, it depends on your group. But if you're playing teen, then I'm assuming that you have a group of teens. And if you have a group of teens, then depending on... Because teen is a fairly broad age group, you know, well, again, in maturity levels. You know what I mean? Because you got, like, well, 12 is technically preteen. But you got, like, around 12 or 13 technically is officially teenager to 18, 19 technically. You know, so you got from like technically adulthood all the way back down to like grade school-ish kind of level, you know, for maturity levels in there in the, the quote-unquote teen bracket. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, I think we really just want to focus on the playing style. I mean, this could be for any age. You could play, yeah. you know, for, you know, you know we're, we're all over 30. We could play, a, you know, a, a teen game would be fine. But we just would be focusing yeah, on all of I'm just the, saying, again, you want to know your group where, you know, I personally think you need to know whether or not the person or the player can handle the right. death you know what i mean like if you kill off this person's character they might get really agitated and quit and not want to play again you know they might have or you might have to worry about the immaturity of the rest of the table pointing fingers ha ha your guy died and now i don't want to play anymore because even though i might have been okay with dying now everyone's picking on me and i'm not enjoying the game anymore you know what i mean like right. so again just 
Oh, as we, we've said it a thousand times, it's something we'll say, like, you know, a thousand more, like, know your players. So it's just something to keep in mind, like, player death can be okay at this level, but you need to know if it's going to pass or, you know, or fail at your, at your table for your situation. I also think as a DM, you know, if you have a situation where you've got players, you know, ganging up on the other player, like, haha, your character died, that might be a case where the DM needs to step in. Either, well, either step saying, in and say, in. like, hey, like, hey, guys, we need to we need to focus on the yeah. game. Let's worry about that later. Or maybe the 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 character who or the player who lost a character maybe I'll give you a little boost with your new character coming in. So you're like, yeah, my old guy died, but look how awesome my new guy is. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying don't address it. If there was an issue, obviously you want to address your issues, but also again, you might, you, you remember what it's like being a kid just because you might stop it at the table. doesn't mean you stopped it behind the scenes away from the table too. You know what I mean? That kid could get picked on for the next week between sessions for all, you know? So again, just know your group. Yeah. Know what you can get away with. Know what you can push. Uh, you know, as far as language is concerned, uh, you know, you're not going to make such a big jump from E to, to to teen. You know, you might throw in a, a couple of milder, you know, words. You know, damn, ass, shit. You know, but I would I would say keep it few and far between as a GM being descriptive and having your NPCs say it, keep a few and far between. If, if you do have a bunch of teenagers or adults at the group, they might say it left and right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would if be... you have younger teens, make sure the adults aren't swearing up a storm. But... And, I think, and I think the teen games is a great time to really use your vocabulary because you, you can use a variety of very right. correct terminology to right. convey something that you may otherwise be tempted to use profanity for the emphasis, you have to come up with a different way to emphasize. Right, and I was actually going to point that out. If you're going to use it, don't just throw it around. Use it for emphasis. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, I would be of the mind that even though technically at this level you can, I would try not to. Right, exactly. You know, if I was That's kind of where I was going yeah, with if that. If I was going to drop the, you know, the S-bomb, then I would make sure that, like, it was like, I do it once a session and it's just, you know, like the idea of, like, technically in PG-13, you're allowed to drop one F-bomb. Right. You know, like, you want to make sure that, like, it's there to just drop you know as much power as possible in that particular Just line bam this is important yeah, yeah. Um, damn things like that i'm a little less concerned about but again i would try not to throw it around um and then shifting gears up let's talk about mature swear a lot no yeah. <laughs> i think mature is kind of it almost feels in some ways like that is at least for our games that we play, a lot the default rating. I mean, I wouldn't say that we're in necessarily mature mode 100% of the time, but I mean, that's the genre. I mean, that's the, the rating that we play within. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, this is where your grittier sort of uh, game is going to lie is in the mature rating yeah. because you're going to deal more about injury and violence and perhaps... Uh, if over the top descriptors of certain yeah, situations, torture or just threatening yeah. torture, that sort of thing. Yeah, getting into some of the the, the realism, um, the fact that you could have characters having a, re a relationship that's actually a physical relationship. Right. Um, one of the things we were talking about when we were talking about the differences in the uh, pre in our pre-show discussion was we were talking about the, the brothels and it was in E there is no brothel in T it's there but we don't really talk about it in M 
we're starting to discuss different prices for different services. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe the ladies charge different things for uh, different orifices. Doesn't mean at all well, any of that's happening on camera still. Yeah. Right. 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 But uh, we can define that there are differences in different levels of things. Yeah. Which is the reason. Which that was actually the reason that I'm thinking like, oh yeah, okay, my games seem to default to M, because I did actually have a situation where the player wanted to go to the brothel and he's like, so how about can I get like a two for one deal? Yeah. Can I have that going on? It all still wound up behind the black, but actually the character got a bonus out of it. Yeah. yeah. He got some information that he wouldn't have otherwise gotten. I think our games definitely exist, you know, I mean, we're, we're all adults too, you know, and we're all in our 30s and stuff, you know, like, we're not newly adults, you know, but we're also like, again, we're like most of us are in our 30s or, you know. Or, we're, we're just mature. We have yeah, to think in those levels. We're more mature. Like, we just don't. We're not giggling about like, oh, you know, the, the two for one special, even though it was kind of a joke, wasn't we? The, the rest of the table wasn't giggling about it. You know, we were just kind of like, oh, right on. You know, like yeah. we're over it. <laughs> I, I think he actually said he was inspired by like watching like Vikings or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, again, just because we our games default to that rating doesn't mean that like you know one hundred percent of every session is of that caliber. You know what I mean? It just means that like we go where we need to go up to that. You know, if we need to get extremely you know uh, gratuitous in our descriptive you know description of violence yeah. or gore, we will. If we need to get a little bit more on a mature end, you know, sexuality wise, then we will. But I mean, a lot of our time, we, I would just you know say a good forty to fifty percent of our sessions are still technically existing in like a teen realm you know what i mean like right. we don't yeah. swear excessively i'm the worst one when it comes to language you know um, he totally is <laughs> we, we do drop a few f-bombs but you know yeah. more than a teen yeah. would allow exactly okay. but it's not it's every other mean. word that's coming out of my mouth you know what i mean like i'm capable of articulating yeah. myself without the use of using one word to replace 15 16 others exactly um so you know and also the the violence level is going to change you know i referenced lord of the rings for teen i think there was maybe like a beheading or dismemberment in each of the films like i remember lurts got his head chopped off in the first one and then in the extended version the like the the mouth at the end of the the third one he gets his head chopped off i don't remember in the second one if anyone gets like a leg chopped off or an arm or i have head. a feeling that there would have been somewhere in the in the yeah, yeah, it probably was, was a fight, yeah. if it was there. Um, but the the whole the whole point of that is now in mature you can have that happen left and right. You know, you can you don't have to, but you can. You don't have to have you can you're probably going to have more blood. You don't have to have gallons of blood, but you can have it if you want it. You know, or just yes, there's blood spilling out of this person's body because you just stabbed them through the chest with a sword. You know, teen, you're not going to really see that, and e that won't be anywhere near there. You know, but uh, I, th I think a good descriptor for the for the violence in teen would be Star Wars. Star Wars is also a good descriptor yeah, for that. I was yeah. going to mention Star Wars. Not really a lot of blood yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, mature you wind up and permanent injuries and yeah, those sorts of things. Plenty of death. Uh, it doesn't have to necessarily follow the same style, but three hundred is probably a, a decent example of what like a mature sort of violence would be. Yeah, uh, it has a lot of the after effects blood is in, in replace the replacing the practical effects blood, but it also has lots of dismemberment, lots of stabbings, lots of characters getting wounded and having 
you know the injuries stick with them. people dying left and right yeah um, you know, more on the gross side for some of the, some of the scenes too you know I mean they get a little bit more into the that gratuitous kind of stuff and your your uh, villains their plots become more sinister more more devious so that's actually something I wanted to kind balling. of just I'll backtrack on just a little bit so like it's also going to be the theme of your game your villains are going to kind of bring about the theme of your game usually yeah so like for e and for teen so e is going to be a little softer but for both of those the villains are obviously bad guys like they're the you know they're the uh caped figure shrouded in black with the you know the skull for a face and the you know uh you know, purple, black, blasting power who has minions of monstrous bad guys. Those are going to be, you know, E or teen. E. Those are going to set your theme. Yeah, so your villains are going to be, you know, obviously evil. They're going to be obvious bad guys with obvious bad guy plots. I would think in something a little bit more mature, that's, you still can have those guys, but you also want to have a lot of the more gray area villains. Yeah. Uh, they affect your morality issues. You know, maybe it's a, a good person with a good cause who is just opposing you uh which is great uh or you know a lot of your villains become humans which are supposed to be good guys you know or dwarves or elves are they're also villains that are that same race so instead of their oh all the monsters are bad now it's well maybe they're not all all the monsters are bad some of the good guys are also bad maybe some of the monsters are good yeah that's actually something in my in my teen rated campaign that i'm actively intentionally doing is that they're not fighting human humanoids they're not fighting humans elves dwarves halflings the closest they've gotten has been like orcs and gnolls and bugbears Um, other than that there's a lot of monsters because that way they know that these guys are good those guys are bad yeah and then we move into the mature and you definitely have the blurring of who's the good guy who's the bad guy that's that's a really good point yeah you definitely want to keep it black and white at e and teen yeah and then in e and teen you know the the orcs or the goblins they're not going to have families Right. All orcs are bad guys. All goblins are bad guys. But you get into mature rating, depending on the kind of game you want to run, then you open up the door to allow, okay, so you just sacked the, you know, kobold uh, cave, uh, but now you find the hatchling room. Well, there's a bunch of tiny kobolds and a bunch of eggs that haven't hatched. What do you do? Yeah, do you squish the do you Do you murder children? No, it makes I make a big omelet. <laughs> well, the point I'm making though is now you're you're killing babies. You know, if you kill them all. Of course, then well, again, you can I also mean, get to the moral argument of hatched yet. So. You can also get to the moral argument of well, if you if you kill the adults and you walk away from the babies, you're killing them as well. That's true. Well, maybe, but that's true. You know, more adults could, what could come by. Throw these eggs in. <laughs> but you get what I mean. Like yeah, maybe there's yeah, some know, f- fully hatched, you know, but they're obviously small children. They cannot care for themselves, you know. Okay, sure. If you leave, maybe there was a scouting party that might come back. They could take care of the young ones, but that just perpetuates. Do you round them all up and try to find someone that will raise them as surrogates? Exactly. Yeah, what, yeah. Exactly. What do you, you do? round them all up and raise them as your own army? Yeah. Fear my <laughs> cobalt minions. <laughs> Who doesn't want cobalt minions? Um, language, I mean, that's just off the Whatever. table at that point. Whatever yeah. you want to say, you can say. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, I guess some your elements get to be more graphic uh, in the 
the mature, but you know, the idea is you have mature players as well. Even if they don't always act it, you know, if they're going to giggle about some sort of things, that's fine. But you just kind of take the realism and all and crank it up a couple notches. Yeah, I've always said that part of being a responsible, a responsible, mature adult is realizing that you don't always have to be responsible and you don't always have to be mature. Right. Uh, right. So speaking of, let's go to our final final rating. Ao adults only. Right. This is, I think, an interesting level because it's very, very similar, I think, to the mature in that it's it's kind of, in most regards, it's the same baseline, but there's a few points that you do that you are willing to expand on. Mostly in the area of sexuality. Yeah, this is the area where it's going to probably tend towards more, uh, it's sort of strange to say, you know, but erotic role-playing. Yeah, you know. erotic tabletop role playing. I mean, there's certain games specifically like dedicated to it. And if if your group wants to do that sort of thing, you know, I mean, this is sort of the sort of thing that's going to probably happen, you know, with people who are intimate with each other. Well, it it doesn't it doesn't have to be. I mean, you definitely you can, and I think we actually have on our list of topics that we're planning on talking about some point about taboos and including adult content in there. That's true. But one of my personal experiences that I feel crossed over into the adult-only range was the game was pretty much, you know, just your standard, at your mature rating, as it were, until we got to the point where one of the characters openly and graphically began describing how he was torturing a captive for information. Yeah, like that gets right really down graphic. to he placing the you know the short swords of the bandits in the fire to heat them up. You know, takes it out you know, with the leather gloves so that he doesn't have to get burned. Going over to the guy, ripping open his shirt, pressing the blade across his chest to burn him, and just getting graphic into that. And he's like, "I'm not even asking him questions yet. We'll get to that after he knows that I'm serious." Yeah, you know, and it started going into some you know serious level torture. Yeah, those elements are certainly going to so pop it's not, up. It's not just sex. <laughs> I'd say I'd say elements like torture, maybe uh, like rape, those sorts of things. Genocide. Uh, genocide. You know, you can bring those sorts of things up, I guess, in an R, but you don't. Or, or mature, but you don't necessarily. I guess maybe you could bring up genocide easier than you could bring up the other two. Uh, but you, you bring don't, up the concept of genocide, but not the details. Right. You bring up you can bring up the concept or the idea that these things have happened or that sort of thing. But in sort of more of a adult, you know, motivated game, um, that's when you can get into more of the details of that sort of thing, or that it you know happened, or how how graphic it happened, you know, was or whatnot. Again, this isn't for everyone. No. A lot of these topics are, you know, when you get into this sort of a, adult theme, you're going to have people who are like maybe put off by it, even adults, you know. Yep. E, you know, so again, know your players. But I mean, we're gonna, I, we could we could say I, that all day, every day. I come to the game to relax. I don't want to have to hear this. Right. You know. Um, who, yeah. There's a lot of different heated topics. I would say basically that anything that falls under what it could be potentially described as a heated topic would yeah. be something that you'd want to, you know, would be in a, for an adults only game. And again, like you said, you need to know your group, you know, and it's something that you might have to have a discussion like, look, guys, a game I'm planning on running is going to involve these specific Tom topics. Are you OK with this? Like it's going to involve, you know, 
rape, you know, lots of sexuality, uh, you know, like violent sexual assaults and, you know, right. blah, 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 blah. But, you know, and then you can, you know, plead your argument, plead your case, especially if it's a group that's never done this kind of game before, you know, you plead your case, you know, I'm thinking kind of like a law and order SVU kind of thing or whatever, you know, like whatever your case is, whatever your reasons are and just, but just be flat out like, but it's going to definitely involve this topic, this topic, this topic, you know, or maybe child cruelty or, you know, that kind of thing, you know, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the heated, you know, topic is, whatever the, you know, the topic, if it's something that you don't, you can openly talk about at, you know, amongst, you know, if you hesitate to talk about this topic, even amongst friends, you know that it's a heated topic, <laughs> you know, so just make sure that you're clear with your group. Hey, this is what I want to do. Are you okay with it? Okay, well, let's give it a try and see what happens. Or no, sorry, find someone else. And also another thing to consider is whether or not it happens to the player characters. Uh, certainly you can have anything happen to NPCs, even NPCs that the characters are attached to. Maybe you made a notable NPC that they like having around and then bam, something bad happens to them. Um, that that's certainly fine, but whether or not it happens to the players, that's another thing you want to kind of discuss with your players. Like it, maybe you're playing a very adult oriented game and it's a superhero game. And you know, you know, maybe your guy is like a, a psychic rapist or something. Like, hey, he's going to go around doing this. Get an idea from your players whether or not they're going to find that character acceptable and whether or not how they're going to react when he does it to them. And if you don't get a good idea that they're going to react to it, then just don't do it. He never gets he never gets to that point with them. Yeah, I'd say there's several degrees um, when it comes to dealing with this content. Because, I mean, if it's stuff that happens off camera and you're just dealing with the after effects of it, that's one thing. Then you have the next degree would be it happening to a well thought of NPC. And then the next degree would be it happening to your PC off camera. Off and then camera, yeah. the last and worst degree would be like it happening to your PC and it being heavily described at the table in the moment on camera. Yeah, you know I, mean? I don't think I'd even go there. You know what I mean? And, and, and some groups are you know, like, that might be their thing. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that in a, in a bad way. And, you know, that's their own choice. But some groups get into, you know, different um, you know aspects of gaming. There is. I'm just, you know, again, that's that would be the final degree. I mean, I, I think that's the degree that a lot of groups would avoid. But it might be a possibility or might be what the GM wants to try experimenting with. So, again, you talk it out with your players and let them know, like, I'm planning on approaching it this way can that be acceptable i believe the actual there's the phenomenon of what's believe we're commonly referred to as uh, i believe bile fascination where it's like it's so disgusting that you want to look at it right. um which is behind like the the things like the gore porn films that come out faces of death video things that are so disturbing that there are people that some people just can't look away. Yeah, right. it's like the whole concept of driving by like an accident. Like, I don't want to look, but I can't look away. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to see what I'm going to see, but yet I can't look away. Right. But you need to you need to know how your players are going to react. Um, and as a DM, you also, if you make a bad judgment, absolutely, absolutely apologize. Mm -hmm. Retract, you know, yeah. admit it, admit it. Take an instant break, call, maybe call the session for the day, come back fresh next time, depending on how far a line you might have crossed. Let, every, let yeah. everyone understand that you thought it was a certain style of game and you were trying to push your boundaries a little bit, but and, that you understand now that it's unacceptable. Yeah, and and, and you may wind up hitting tried, you know. may wind up hitting a trigger of somebody that you didn't know existed. Like That's there may have been too. something that you said that 
flashed them back to something that had happened to them that was still traumatic. Or to somebody that they know. It doesn't have to have happened to them. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's just one of those things that's tread carefully, you know, be open and honest with your group, talk to your group, get permission from your group, yeah. you know. I think I think most of us here tend to probably run, you know, kind of a light mature, yeah. you know. Um, that, that content is, mature content is allowed, but it'll also probably stay on the light side more often than not. I think really a lot of games probably default to that anyway, but you definitely want to know your different ratings and what. And know your group. Yeah, and know your group and, you know how you run and if you have a specific way of running you know if you found out that oh man I, I really run g games don't think that that's bad that's just what you run mm -hmm. you know and also um remember that these these ratings are fluid you may have a game that's primarily t occasionally gets a you know a little more silly lighthearted drops down to the e for everyone and sometimes we go into the mature and possibly getting even really dark skirting into adults only. And you can you can go back and forth between it and wave along the ratings and dance along as you go through your campaign. Sometimes even as you go through a session, it may change and go depending on the mood and the group. And that's fine. These aren't hard and fast guidelines. These are things to just kind of keep in mind to achieve the end result that you want to. Right. And for everybody, I the end result should be your group should have a good time. Yeah, that's the point of that's the point of all this. Yeah, I mean, I would say basically like the the ratings are there for like I'm going to tell you the rating that is the the worst it ever gets. You know what I mean? Like when we say that we're playing in an, a mature rating, that's just the worst it ever gets. You know, we spend most of our time probably in a team rating. You know, yeah. and then but you know on a semi regular basis, maybe like thirty five percent of the time we dip into mature. Yeah. And, and that's true of uh, most other things that are rated, TV, movies, games. You know, a lot of the time, the content in it will be fairly tame, but then there will be those moments when it's not, and that's why it has that rating. Exactly. You know, we're just preparing you for the worst. So that was our thoughts on ratings, games, and for running those. Definitely feel free to give us any feedback on what you'd think, uh, any questions or comments you may have. You can get in touch with us on Facebook to, to like, comment, subscribe. We have message boards available, gamemasterstudio.proboards.com. We're on Twitter, GMS Studios. And of course, we're here with new information, new episodes every week. We will get back to our games and we will see you the next time that we are in the studio.